Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, and welcome to Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. Today, let's talk about the PlayStation Classic, the probably the biggest disappointment in gaming in at least the the last half year of 2018, maybe the entire year, unfortunately. The PlayStation Classic, just to catch you up if you uh, missed the news on that, it is essentially one of the many little consoles like the Super Nintendo Classic, like the NES Classic, that is a cute little package, hooks up to your TV, has a bunch of games built in, and plays on your nostalgia for that particular console. And in the case of Nintendo with the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, they saw just just rousing success with those two devices. People ate them up. People loved them. Uh, they They couldn't be found on store shelves for the longest time. They were going for like quadruple the price on eBay in the case of the NES Classic when it first launched and and it was it was a huge huge market. So Sony jumped on board and put out the PlayStation Classic. It was a little bit more expensive at $100, but it came with uh the the two controllers and of course it's it's PlayStation games, so they're going to be a bit meatier, a bit bigger games. So the the cost didn't really seem quite that ridiculous when it was first announced. However, the system came out and it, again, massive disappointment for a lot of different reasons. The first one and the most obvious is that the list of games was just weird. It was 20 games and, and narrowing down uh, the PlayStation's vast library to just the top 20 games is, is a hard task. Don't get me wrong. And anyone that would do that would leave off some games that everyone loves. But this is a list of games that... that it doesn't really suit anybody. Like, there's not really anything that... I, I don't think that there is a PlayStation fan out there that loves all 20 of these games. And there's certainly some very, very odd inclusions. And, and even more um, shockingly, there's some, there's some very, very obvious exclusions they didn't include. Things like Tomb Raider, things like Crash Bandicoot. Games that, that defined the PlayStation that they didn't go out and get. Stuff like Tony Hawk, for example. So the, the list of games was, was a huge factor in people not being super excited about this system. Another issue is that the system only came with like original PS1 controllers. So, so they didn't have the analog sticks, which was kind of a bummer. Most of the games that they chose work fine in that scenario, but not necessarily all of them. And the analog sticks are just a nice include, especially if they ever intended to do a uh, PS2 classic. You could carry those things forward. So it just wasn't really a smart decision on their part to include these like very old-fashioned controllers uh, when they, they fixed that during the PS1 era. They came out with a DualShock during the PS1, because they knew that that original controller wasn't cut out for these types of games. But but I think really the biggest issue that people ran into with the PlayStation Classic post-launch was that they started to find out that it had emulation issues. And and that's kind of the 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 most damning part of the entire thing is that yeah, the controller wasn't great. 
yeah, the game selection wasn't great, but if it played the games perfectly, exactly as you would expect, you'd forgive a lot of that. But but really, that's not the case. All the games have, have a lot of issues. The biggest issue being that it's running the games, no matter where you buy a PlayStation Classic, it's running the games, some of the games, in the PAL versions. So, pulling back, the, the North American standard for, for video games is NTSC, and the European standard was PAL, P-A-L. And the main difference between those two standards is the frame rate, so the number of frames you get per second. The reason those were different were, were because TV standards at the time were different in both regions. So they had to put out consoles to match those two standards. The PAL version is a lower frame rate, so less frames per second, meaning that the games run slower. So a lot of times when people are doing like speed runs or, or now when people are playing these versions of, the, of these games... They're looking specifically for the NTSC version, the North American version, because you get a few more frames per second and the game feels a little bit more accurate. But unfortunately, for some befuddling reason, the PlayStation Classic shipped with PAL versions of some of the games and, and things just feel off. The emulation is weird, and then on top of that, they're just a little bit slower than you might remember. So... Lots of issues with the system. All of that complaining about the PlayStation Classic brings us up to today's news on the PlayStation Classic, which is that it is getting massively slashed in price now, really across the board, all over the internet. So it started at 100 now it's down to 60 bucks, basically everywhere. It's at Amazon, it's at Target, uh, and it's seemingly like the new price. It, it's not being presented as a temporary deal, anything like that. This isn't a Black Friday special anymore. This is just the new price cut. $60 brings it down in line with the NES Classic and is $20 cheaper than the SNES Classic. So that went for $80. This makes it a much more reasonable deal but doesn't solve a lot of the issues of the games and the emulation. But if you were on the fence about one, now might be even more of a time to consider it if you can get over some of the issues that the console had. Or if you just need a cute little PlayStation to sit on your desk and never actually play, it, it also serves that purpose. Nonetheless, it, it really, really drives home the point how much they missed the mark on this PlayStation Classic. They obviously way overestimated how many they were going to sell. This price drop, I think, indicates that they didn't sell through all the ones they initially made. They're sitting with this dead stock everywhere, and they're just trying to move them. They're just trying to get those out of the stores. So I think that that probably doesn't really bode well for a second version of the PlayStation Classic with different games. It doesn't bode well for an eventual PS2 Classic. I feel like Sony has gotten burned by this. They're not going to learn the right lesson of, hey, maybe we should have done this device more justice. Maybe we should have done better games. Maybe we should have really worked on the emulation. They're going to take the lesson that the market didn't want it. No one cared. Let's move on. Um, which is a real bummer. Uh, I, I think that there is a market out there for a PlayStation Classic, just like there was for a SNES Classic, and just like there was for the NES Classic. They just didn't deliver that, and people, the the general game-buying populace, is pretty savvy today with the internet and reading reviews and stuff, 
So word gets around pretty quick that the PlayStation Classic is not the same caliber as the SNES Classic, and people didn't turn out for it. So it's unfortunate that maybe that means the end of cool little classic consoles from Sony, but it is what it is. They made those decisions, and, and that's that's the device that we have, and that's probably the future that we're looking at. So, again, if $60 for a PlayStation Classic seems reasonable to you, then, then get out there, jump on that right now. Basically everywhere that the PlayStation Classic is being sold. Uh, but if not, then you can continue like me and, and pour one out for the device that could have been. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dees for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about the PlayStation Classic and 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 really what could have been with that with that poor device. If you want to support Pretty Dees, you can do so. Visit prettydeesshow.com slash listener support to find out those details. Of course, you can download the podcast from your favorite podcast delivery platform. Have it delivered to your phone or listening device every single day. And, of course, you can watch the show on YouTube. Visit youtube.com slash to find the channel. And finally, hit me up on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Show.